Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Well, I'll tell you what, if your uh, furnace isn't working right nowadays, DonovanJorgensen.com. Call over there, tell uh, Rob or Scott Fisher or anybody that picks up the phone. Mike McGivern told you to call him a big fan. They'll come out and they'll help you. They've got emergency service 24-7, DonovanJorgensen.com. So, man, we got a lot to talk about with uh, with our guest. When we when Tony and I talked a couple days ago, I said, look, we can have you on for one or two segments and we can have somebody else from the Slinger Swish Girls Basketball Program on or we can do this. And the more we talked, I said, no, no, just you and me. Because uh, him and I, we, we started talking about all kinds of stuff. Not only uh, did he start the Slinger Swish a Girls Youth Program out in Slinger, he's also the, the varsity girls coach at Slinger. He uh, man, he's involved in Special Olympics. He's got. I, I'm just telling you, he's as busy as they come. And I said, "Can you give me a whole hour?" He said, "I will do my best." Tony Dobson, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. Um, last night, let's just start with the Slinger Girls Varsity Program. Um, lost one to, to a really good Grafton team, 54-41. Correct? Yeah, that's correct. Man, they're good, right? Oh, yeah, they're a real good team. He's got a lot of talent over there, and, and Matt over there in Grafton does a great job with those kids. And uh, they played well last night, and, you know, they took it to us. And, um, you know, it was one of those games where we, we just got to keep working on getting better and fixing some things on our end. Hey, let's before we get to the youth program, let's talk about the Slinger uh, Girls Varsity program. Is that, Do you have a lot of seniors on the team? Is it a young team? Um, I, I'm looking at the schedule. You guys started out on fire. I've hit a little bit of a bump in the road here recently, um, and I know you, you guys will do everything you can to get back on track. Is it a younger team? Is it is it senior-laden? Um, well, we have five seniors. Um, you know, We have five seniors that, that play significant minutes for us. Um, good players that, with a lot of experience, a lot of them have been up since their freshman year. Um, we lost a, a huge part of our team, and Sam Geller, one of our seniors, who um, was just a huge piece to the puzzle for us. She tore ACL in July, playing in the, in the Impact Tournament. Oh. Um, so that's been something we've been kind of adjusting to. Um, we don't have a ton of depth. Um, we lost one one of our starters last night to COVID. Um, so you know we're just we're just kind of putting pieces together and and trying to figure out how to how to be better every day. You know losing losing some pieces and that's hurt us a little bit recently. Hey, that North Shore Conference when it comes to girls basketball, when you look at Cedarburg and you look at Homestead and Grafton and and Slinger, it it is one heck of a conference. And then look, Hartford is is a, a really good team as well. And even the teams down um, right now near the bottom of of the conference. It, it's not a conference that you can kind of just roll out the ball and expect to get five, six wins, right? No, absolutely not. It's it's tough. Every game you go into, you know you're going to be battling. And, you know, there's a lot of good coaches in this league, too, that have their kids prepared and ready to go. And 
all these kids are playing hard and and like you said man homestead we played them early in the year that that team plays hard and and Corey gets them doing a lot of things the right way over there in, in homestead and they're tough cedarburg is tough grafton is tough hartford is tough you can go right down the list west bend east is improving port is improving um, whitefish bay does i mean you could go yeah there's no easy games anymore uh in this league well i tell you what and i think that I for me it bodes well uh, the fact that with five seniors on your team and now you start looking at the second half of the year um, I, I I got a feeling you guys are going to get red hot again and it it as coaches we we know that it's it's best to get be hot down the stretch at the end of the season and I think you guys looking at your schedule have a chance to you know get some really quality wins uh, before the playoffs come. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny you mentioned that because that's literally the exact conversation we had in the locker room after the game. You know, our goal is, you know, not to dwell on what happened last night, but we just want to get better every single day. And we said the same exact thing last night. You know, we want to be, we're not playing our best basketball right now. You know, our goal is to play our best basketball towards the end of the season. And I'm very confident in these kids and our coaching staff that that's what's going to happen. Well, you know, as coaches, we never uh, look ahead, but we work ahead. And so hopefully none of your players are listening, but get a chance February 11th to go over to Grafton and, and, and pay them back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that conversation was had in the locker room as well. Um, <laughs> there's no question about it. And, again, it's great. It's good, fun competition. Matt's a good friend of mine over there in Grafton, and those rivalries are fun. But, um, you know, things happen like that, and there's things on film that you see that the girls are going to remember, and, and we get to play them one more time, which is nice. How long have you been the head coach at Slinger? Uh, this is my 11th season. 11th season. Yep, and yeah, eleventh and final season. I did, I did nine seasons coaching with uh, my mentor Al Sheevy with the boys program, uh, and then transferred over and then took the head job uh, in two thousand eleven twelve for the girls. I'll tell you this, I've I've uh, thirty six years I coached, and I can tell you that I don't know if he if if Al was the best coach I ever coached against, but he's in that conversation. Do you know yeah. that when I was at Dominican, um, Tony, we had a lot of talent at Dominican. And I thought if if you watched the two teams warm up, you would clearly pick us to win the game. And any time we played against Al and those boys at Slinger, it was a 1-2-3 possession game. Yep, yep. Man, he, he was good. He's one of the best basketball minds I've ever been around. I mean, the guy knows basketball like nobody I've ever I've been around. And everything I know about basketball, honestly, I've learned from him. Um, so the, the mind he had for basketball, the way he saw the game was, was just so impressive. Do you know I, what I didn't know about him until he came in studio? I came in studio a couple of years ago with some guys that were being inducted in the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. He's really funny. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know, when you're coaching against a guy and he's yelling at the refs, yelling at you, all that stuff, you don't see that. And then he came in in studio, and the first 15 minutes, I thought, you got to be kidding. Al Sheevy's funny, and yeah, he was he's fun to be around. Oh, what what a really good quality man, and um, I ran a great program at Slinger. And like I said, I, I got to tell you, Tony, it was a dogfight. All, every time he had this kid so well prepared, he said to me one time, he said, you know, you guys coming into our conference has changed our conference. And I thought that was I thought that was a bad thing. And I said, well, sorry, but he goes, no, no, no. You, you've made everybody up their game. Like if, yep. if, if we want to compete in this conference, we have to get better 
because you guys are here. And I think it's it's done that for us. And and I just was he's just a really good guy, and I'm glad that you brought his name up. Hey, let's talk about the Slinger Swish program. Um, sure. How long has that been going on? Uh, well, this will be the this is the tenth season of Slinger Swish. So I started to get that going um, along with you know some of my assistant coaches back then, and um, it took a group effort. You know when we first started, but this will be the tenth season of Slinger Swish. So I, I love finding the mission statement, and sometimes it's through the interview, right? Uh-huh. I, can, I can figure out what the mission statement of the program is, and sometimes it's right there in writing. And yep. the, the, the first sentence of your program, I think, tells me as a, a former coach and, and, and as a father, if I have a daughter that I want to put in this program, and I'm just going to read that first sentence, it is the mission of Slinger Swish Basketball Program to educate and empower today's youth with confidence, commitment, and integrity so they can live a productive and successful tomorrow. Look, nowhere in that sentence does it say, we're going to win as many tournaments as we can. We're going to get, we're going to, kids are just going to, we're going to get them running the stuff that I want them to run on the varsity. And that's what we're going to do. None of that. What it says is we want these kids to live a productive and successful tomorrow. And I love that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of what we look for with Swish. And, um, you know, and I found out, you know, throughout the years, you know, when you build a youth program, things change so much every year and you learn so much. Um, And, especially in those younger levels, we really found out that, you know, you need to find a way to make kids fall in love with the game, you know, fall in love with being at practice. Basketball is really hard. You know, basketball is a tough sport and it takes a lot of commitment and, but you can learn so much, so many life skills, so many things you can learn in basketball, but you know, we really want those kids to come out and and start playing basketball and just fall in love with the game. I I think that is really a good way to to put it and and to be able to have kids enjoy it, um, you know, get a chance to maybe have a little bit of success, but there's there's so many lessons to learn whether you win or lose and to to get them a chance to play with with kids that they might play in the future with I think is is really important as well. Hey, um how healthy is the 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 girls program the the Swish girls program? Do you have a lot of kids um involved in it right now? Yeah, we're at about 75 kids this year. So we have we have teams from 3rd grade all the way through 8th. Um, and we have two game, two teams at the sixth grade level. Wow, that's that's really uh, you got to feel good about that. Yeah, we we love the numbers, we love the participation, and um, getting those girls. You know, we I think two years ago is when we finally we we started to do the third grade team. I was always kind of like, all right, fourth grade's early enough. Let's just really work on skills before that. But um, we decided to start some third grade teams. Uh, a couple of years ago, and so now we've kind of gone with that that age level. And um, but the numbers are great, especially at those lower levels. And, and again, you're just trying to really um, get them to to just love being there and have a have a great time. And that's kind of that's what it's all about. That's how you get kids to want to put the time in to get better on their own. Yeah, I, I agree. What's going to happen with the Swish program um, when you when you step away from being the varsity coach at Slinger? You know, I'm not sure. And to be honest with you, that's that's one of the reasons that I am stepping away um, from the varsity program. I just feel like, you know, to be a, a leader in a program, you have to be able to invest your time into the switch, into the youth. And I haven't been able to do that the last two or three years. And um, and I think the program has suffered a little bit because of that. I think the varsity coach needs to be a big part of that program. And with my four kids and the schedule that I'm running, you know, I haven't been able to give my, my full self to that program like I used to be. 
Um, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it depends on who takes my job at the varsity level, but I do think that um, whoever takes the varsity job, that's a huge part of what you do. It's probably the most difficult part of the job, uh, but I think it is just so important in so many ways to build your program. Boy, I, I could not agree with you. Uh, and I'm just telling you anymore, that, that is really well said. And when we talked the other day, Tony, I've, I talked to a number of youth programs in all different sports that say, look, we, you know, the varsity coach, he might come to a game every once in a while, but I don't really talk to them. We may have a coach's uh, meeting before the season where he hands out what he wants us to run, but that's it. I don't see him. And when you talk about, look, I started this because this should all be as one. Those kids in that switch program, they go to the varsity, they go watch your varsity team play, and they go home and, and they, they literally close their eyes and dream about playing at that level. And to be right. able to have you right there and your players, I'm sure, are, are invested or have come through the switch program so they know the importance of it, it just makes sense to me. Yeah, it's everything about the youth program is, is cool. And now we have um, Shelly Hasselman's our Swish president right now, and she did a great job of um, putting together our, our Swish buddy program. So each Swish player has a varsity buddy. So it's really cool. You'll come to a game and you'll see the Swish kids in their uniforms, and they'll have a, a sign for hey, number thirty-three, Mal Hoyting. She's my she's my buddy. So go Mal, you know. And then after the game, they take pictures together, and you know they like you said, they just look up to them. They want to be those kids. They want those. They want to be Mal. They want to be Casey. They want to be Callie, and so on. And I think the varsity buddy program has been awesome. It makes those girls just like you know dream to be in their situation someday. Well, how, how long is that? How long ago did you start? the varsity buddy program. Cause I think that's I think, a marvelous idea. Yeah. I think Shelly started that last season. I want to say uh, it was a little tough during COVID, but um, I think Shelly, Shelly did that last season. Well, Shelly, well done. I, I think that's a really good idea. Cause then what'll happen is the girl in, at, and the switch program is going to want the same number, right? I yeah, want to be yeah. number 10. Well, she right. might, but she's 10. I want to be 10. And then they, you know, they build this, this, you know, kind of like big sister kind of deal. And then those kids, as they get into that program and they start playing varsity and then now they're the big, you know, they're the buddy. I think that's just a really good program. And I hopefully they'll continue that for years to come. Yeah, I think they will. It's been, it's been really cool. Our youth night was just something special this year. Um, you know, obviously after COVID last year and then this year to see all those kids with those signs and the pictures and our varsity girls will send text messages to their, their buddy once in a while to give them, you know, words of wisdom and give them some confidence and things like that. So it's an awesome program and she deserves deserve a lot of credit for getting that rolling. Hey, we're going to get to a break. On this side of the break, I'm gonna we're going to get in the weeds a little bit with with Tony as far as um, you know cost and how hard it is to find coaches and you know uh, parents that are willing to volunteer things like that. But, but the third segment of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about Special Olympics. So Tony's really involved in it, got a true passion with it, and and I definitely have some questions for him. Regarding that, he is Tony Dobson. Again, he is the head varsity girls coach at Slinger. Also, charge of the Slinger Swish Girls Basketball Youth Program. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. On 1250 AM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. On 1250 AM, the fan, Tony Dobson, is our special guest for the entire hour. Slinger Swish Girls Youth Basketball Program, also the varsity coach at Slinger High School. Uh, Tony, what's your wife's name? My wife's name is Jenny. Boy, we love Jenny, don't we? <laughs> man, do, oh, man. <laughs> she, there's a special place in heaven for her. You're you're about as busy a guy this time of year as anybody I know. And uh, did, is Jenny a sports fan? Jenny is a sports cr- nuts. She's actually driving right now to coach our bonus, my bonus daughter in um, Kettle Moraine. She plays for Peace Lutheran and Kettle Moraine Lutheran Youth Program, so we've got some ties to that as well. Um, and they're going, she's the head coach of that Peace Lutheran team, so she's driving out there right now listening. Uh, boy, if you coached against her, who would uh, have a better game plan ready to go? Um, you know, I'm going <laughs> to say her. You know, she's very prepared. Um, she'll probably get... Um, she'd probably get the better. I mean, she's pretty. She's pretty competitive over there. You know, I may call her and have her join me for a youth sports show one day. <laughs> She'd be great. I, I just want to know who keeps the calendar in your house because, man, you guys have got to be extremely organized this time of year. Yeah, you would think, but uh, sometimes it's like we wake up and it's like, where's where's Jenny? <laughs> it's a text message that says, where are you at today? I can't remember because, you know, keeping our calendars full or clear is tough. You know, this morning already I've been to Special Olympics practice, watched some game film from last night. Um, my my nine-year-old son's got practice mm-hmm. coming up later, and Jenny's out of the tournament. So um, it just doesn't end. I, you know what? I Man, that's awesome. What a perfect family dynamic that that is and certainly i thank her for you know the the amount of work that she obviously does in in youth sports and you know we had this conversation tony and and as we talk about the slinger swish program how important it is i think and you think it is to for kids and families to get their kids involved in youth sports because of the life lessons that we learn Right. There's no question about it. I mean, I love that my kids are in it. And, you know, for me and Jenny being a coach, there are a lot of things that um, there's reasons like I don't want to coach my kid in every sport. You know, even with basketball, I love, you know, sending my kid uh, Andy Monfrey with Monfrey Basketball does an awesome job with some camps and Jason Otter. So I'll send my kid off to be coached by other people because they can learn. You know, they're going to learn a lot of life lessons from me, but there's a lot of life lessons to be learned out there from other great coaches, other great people. Boy, you, you know, you've named some good coaches there. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt on 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 that side. Um, hey, how hard is it for you to find quality coaches to be involved in the Slinger Swish program? You know, it's it's tough. You know, people are have busy schedules. You know, I'm not the only one sitting here with a busy schedule, and people have other kids and other commitments and work and life, and uh, it is really it's tough to find people that can can spend the time and commit to that, and and not only the people at the time, but the people. You know, obviously, you want some basketball knowledge too, and people that are going to teach basketball the right way and and teach kids the right way. We're really lucky in Slinger; we have great people and great coaches. Uh, but it, it's tough sometimes, and and part of that, you know, is you know, I and that's part of the, the letdown I feel with Swish, and um, you know, just not having the time to spend with the coaches that I used to, and that's hard. Um, but you know, they've done a great job of, of doing a great some great things. I've got some really good coaches on my staff. Boy, you have to. 
Yes, especially if if you can't be there on a day to day basis, you know you really do have to to do that. Uh, I've found a lot of information uh, that we're, we're talking about on the Facebook page for Slinger Swish. They're also at Twitter um, at Slinger Swish. There's a number of ways to to find out information. Um, you can go to the community rec uh, website slinger.wi.gov. Hey, when when you get kids, are, are do you cut um, in in sw- in the swish program? Well, you know that's been back and forth. So, I, if 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 I had the right answer for what to do and how to run you sports, man, I'd be a millionaire. Right. Um, I I just we do it at the higher levels, at the seventh and eighth grade levels. If we have over twelve, generally, um, at the lower levels, we try not to. Um, we lower third, fourth, fifth. We do not. Um, what we tried to do this actually started it last year. Is we started to go. We started developmental teams. So, for example, in sixth grade, we would take our 10 kids or 12 kids that are on the on the Swish team, and then we took the other eight or nine and put them onto a developmental team. So we, we got them a coach, and we really focused on skill work, you know, ball handling, shooting, passing, playing some defense, and learning basketball the right way. And I think the, the mission statement of those teams are to get them ready for tryouts next year because I think some people come into, you know, youth programs – there's two different expectations. Some people and parents and kids are very competitive and some might not be. Um, so our goal with those developmental teams is to get them ready to compete and try out for the next season. Boy, I think, you know, that gives, um, they, that gives those kids and those parents an opportunity to say, okay, we, we obviously got to go to work. Let's go to work. And, and, you know, it was always very encouraging to me when I was part of programs like that when I'd see kids that didn't make the team one year and didn't go and didn't then just mope and, 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 and get away from it, they went to work and then they made it the following year. And that's really, I, I think th- those kids are the kids that have, have put so much sweat equity into it and they want to be part of the program so bad that they go in and they, they just get themselves to be better players. Right. And you find out who those kids are in a hurry, you know, and I felt like, Sometimes, and you know how it is with youth sports, a lot of times if you cut a 6th grader or a 7th grader, you may never see them again if you don't give them the opportunity to improve somehow. And I think that's where that developmental program comes in is that you find out which kids can say, okay, I didn't make the team this year, um, but I want I have an opportunity now to improve my skills and get better, and, and that's what we've tried to do, and it's been successful so far. You know, Tony, and I, I love the fact that you offer that because there's not a lot of programs, uh, you know, you know, because you've been around this as long as I have, I think there are programs that say, "Well, look, they they didn't. They're not going to help us, so we don't have to worry. They we cut them. They're not going to help us in the future." And all of a sudden, if you don't throw those kids aside, if you say, "Okay, look, you didn't make this, but we're still with you. We still have an opportunity to continue to have you work with us," I think that that's a really good move. Yeah, and I, I, I agree, and I think you never know, especially at young ages, who's going to develop, how kids develop, uh, what their passion is or what their motivation and effort level could be. So you don't want to miss it. only takes one kid. You know, if you get if you have seven or eight kids on a developmental team and you get one to turn out to be a stud and that just falls in love with the game, then, then you've won with that program. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. What's the cost to be involved with Slinger Swish? Uh, Swish is three twenty five. I want to say. And how many uh, how many games does that uh, how many do you normally play? Uh, they generally practice twice a week, and I believe they get about seven to eight tournaments a season. So you're looking at probably twenty one to twenty four games with tournaments. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
Yeah, they play a lot of tournaments. We used to, you know, we played in that Brown Deer Youth League in the past um, on Sundays, so that gave them some time. But this year we decided to um, just stick with tournaments because Sunday was kind of our practice day. So when you have a, a Sunday of, of uh, you know, league, you kind of miss out on those practice times, and that's really important sometimes. So we, we play a lot of Saturday tournaments uh, and then have our practices, one during the week and then one on Sundays. Do you get to use the, the uh, high school gym? Yeah, we're really we're really lucky there. That we have such a good relationship with Slinger High School and Slinger School District in general. And you know, my job I'm the Parks and Recreation Director in the Village of Slinger too, so that helps that I have that relationship with the school for rec programming and things like that. Boy, yeah, that's that is that's a really good combination. Yeah, it works out so well. We work we work well. The school and the Village of Slinger. Um, work so well together. We do rec programming together, um, so we can run our camps through the recreation department, things like that. It really, it really is a great team team effort. Hey, um, is it is it that Hartford is the team you guys always wanted? Is it like that in basketball, like it is in football? Like, yeah, yeah you know that that comp- the the competitiveness between Hartford and Slinger. I was on the sideline. For one of their games for for Channel Twenty Four, um, I'm the sideline reporter for the you know, last year was the Friday Night Rivals, uh, but before that it was Thursday Night Lights. And the coaches, the football coaches, really like each other, and they do a great fundraiser. But boy, the players don't like each other much. <laughs> yeah, there's there's quite a rivalry there, and I would I would say the same thing. I'm not sure there's much love lost between the players. There's a, there's a good rivalry there. Um, but as far as the coaching staffs go, Vinny and I have become really good friends. Um, Chris Shelsta was um, the former varsity girls coach over there, and she's what become one of my closest friends, their entire family. So, you know, I have so many friends in Hartford, and I love those people. And um, it's a friendly rivalry, in my opinion, but it's still a rivalry. And, you know, me and Vinny will, will, will text quite a bit and talk basketball and talk hoops. We're, we'll help each other when we're not playing each other. And I think those are good relationships to have with coaches. But obviously, you know, when you're playing anybody, you're competitive and you want to beat them. Oh, 100%. There, there's no doubt. Does that trickle down into the Swish program? Is that where they – do they know that when they play Hartford that, all right, we need to give a little something extra? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think those girls definitely know, you know, who they're playing against, and and they they know Hartford's close, and it's that rivalry between Slinger and Hartford, and it's a good rivalry. I think it really is. In the mission statement, we had talked about this mission statement in the first segment, and I read the first sentence. I want to read one more sentence before we get to a break because this is really well written. Uh, together, our players, families, and volunteers work. Um, to un- unyielding spirit to cultivate a safe and disciplined environment so every child can reach their full potential, develop their talents, and increase their skills in the game of basketball, and more importantly, life. Look, I, I talk about mission statements on this youth sports show a lot. Some, again, I find on the website, and some I just by asking questions on what their mission statement is. Uh, this one is really well written. And if I lived out in Slinger and had a daughter that was in third, fourth grade, I would feel very comfortable about putting her in, in this Slinger Switch Girls program and saying, okay, look, they're just not going to teach her to dribble with her left hand. But let's make sure that we're going to teach her some life lessons as well. And speaking of life lessons, we're going to talk to Tony on this side of the break about his passion with Special Olympics. We talked about this quite a bit the other day, and I told him, you know, I always thought maybe one day I would get involved in that, but I really didn't know how. And and I should have, you know, 
probably just figured it out. But I love talking to him about that, and we'll do that on the other side of the break. He's Tony Dobson. He is uh, in charge of the Slinger Swish Youth Basketball Program. He is also the varsity girls coach at Slinger for one more year. And I can tell you this, he, he talked about the people that help him and, and really get the Slinger Swish program um, working well. And he told me all, everybody's names. I didn't write them down, but he thanks all of you. He thanks the families. He thanks the volunteers. He thanks the kids. And he said, look, I, I just really love the people that are so fully invested in this Slinger Swish girls basketball program. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest for the entire hour. And he is Tony Dobson. Been around basketball for a long time. And we opened up the show talking about Al Sheevy. He immediately went right up my chart because I'm such a big Al fan. He is uh, the head basketball coach at Slinger High School. Uh, Slinger Swish Girls program as well. Uh, Tony, when we were talking the other day, you said, look, I, I'm going to uh, either have to step out of a practice with Special Olympics or we'll be done by then. And so then we discussed Special Olympics. Can you talk about um, why you got involved and, and, and the passion you have for Special Olympics? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my son Jackson is 16 years old and uh, he has significant developmental delays. So very small little guy. He has, you know, he struggles with muscle development and and um, just struggles with a lot of different things. And obviously, when you live in our household with siblings that and, and, and mom and dad and parents that are so involved in sports, um, he just had a passion for sports. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, Jackson isn't able to do sports the way he would want to, uh, the way his siblings can. And, and we were just looking for a way for him to be able to express that. Um, he was always coaching. He was always mimicking me on the sidelines and things like that. So I had to be very careful uh, with how I coach sometimes. But we were able to find Special Olympics through the Hartford Recreation Department um, in, in Hartford. And, and we just got started about three or four years ago and just absolutely uh, fell in love with the program. Hartford does awesome. Sarah Cummings over there in Hartford is absolutely amazing uh, with what they do, and it's just become a passion of mine to watch. To watch him play just gives me more joy than anything. What uh, what sports does he play? Oh man, he does uh, basketball. He does t ball, uh, golf. Um, what else does he do? Track. Man. Um, bowling. <laughs> he does yeah. all of them. He does. He plays as much as he can. And obviously there's shorter seasons. Yep. Um, but if you've never been to a Special Olympics event, I mean, it puts it, it will put so many things into perspective for you. Hey, let's tell you, you guys have an event coming up, correct? Correct. Correct. Um, you know, these kids, they run through Special Olympics and they haven't been able to play games since COVID hit. Uh, as far as competitions going, we were really optimistic to play games this year because they do a great job. They have tournaments and regionals and sectionals and state and all that stuff. But, you know, they're going on two years now without being able to compete. And, you know, we recently found out that they weren't going to be able to compete again this year. And, you know, I had a break at the Jackson. and It, it broke my heart to have to tell him because he was devastated. Um, so, you know, being in the position I am with the recreation department and the school, um, I reached out to Sarah in Hartford and asked if we could run a tournament, a special uh, it can't be through Special Olympics, so this is just a recreation department tournament. And what we're going to do is um, have an adaptive needs basketball tournament in Slinger on January 29th. 
the, the three Hartford teams for Special Olympics, the Hartford Flying Hawks, the Red Hawks, and the Black Hawks, are each going to get three games, 9, 10, 30, and noon, uh, and they're going to play against various teams from Slinger High School. Um, I reached out to the coaches on a Monday, and by Monday afternoon I had all nine teams set oh, uh, and who we were playing against. So everybody was just so optimistic and excited to do this. Hey, what is the date again? Uh, January 29th at Slinger High School. Perfect. And if, uh, open to the public to come watch and cheer people on? Absolutely. Absolutely. We encourage it. Man, that's – look, when, when you started talking about Jackson to me the other night, uh, Coach, I have to tell you that, you know, the, the passion that you had and the excitement that you had uh, for, for him – was really incredible to me, and it, it 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 that's when I asked, look, can we spend a segment to talk about that? And you said, man, a hundred percent. And I love the fact that you guys are doing this on January 29th, because these, you know what, everybody's going to learn something from from that. Whether you're sitting in the stands or you're you're competing on what either whatever team you're on, you're going to learn things. Um, and and I think that's a really good idea. For these kids to be able to, you know, have some fun, get out and compete a little bit, and then also for kids that are playing against them, they're going to learn maybe more than any of us, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, there's no question. And you know, we've been talking about life lessons uh, since we started this interview at nine, and this is this is going to be one of those things that is not only going to help, um, it's going to help every single kid. It's something different. Um, and like you said, there's going to be life lessons learned from from everybody involved in this tournament because. Um, it, the, again, the joy you can't, I can't explain on the radio, you know, the joy that you're going to see from these athletes, just having the opportunity to compete. And I think sometimes our, our athletes today who have those opportunities and it comes easy for them, don't understand the struggles other kids deal with and how these kids would just absolutely give anything to have the opportunities our athletes have. And they don't have those opportunities. They just want to be out there and compete. Uh, and it's going to be just an awesome event. I can't wait. Hey, what, uh, if, if, if I asked Jackson what sport does he like competing in the most, what do you think he'd say? Oh, he'd say basketball. Maybe he'd say that to you. Maybe he'd say golf or bowling to me. He doesn't want to disappoint his daddy. Man. I don't think so. I think he's a basketball. He was just came in from practice today and told me his mid-range was on fire. So man, that's, I think. <laughs> that's awesome. Man, my mid-range. You tell Jackson my mid-range has never been on fire. Man, I'm good. Hey, what what time does that all start on the 29th? So what we're planning on doing is um, each each team is going to have – we have three courts in the high school that we can go with scoreboards. Um, each Hartford team will play three games. So they'll each play at 9, 1030, and noon. And then, again, they'll play, you know, we have the Slinger football team has a team, the Slinger wrestling team has a team, the varsity girls have a team, the varsity boys basketball has a team, softball has a team, uh, track has a team. So that's, that's who they're competing against. And then each team will play three games, 9, 10, 30, and noon. And then at the, after the, that, I'm going to do some, we're going to do a nice awards presentation uh, at about 1 o'clock for all the kids. Man, I wish it was later because I'm on the air till noon. I wish it was later because I would I would come out there. Um, I will I will promote this again certainly before the 29th, and and I would I would highly recommend anybody that that has an hour or so if you want to go and and cheer these kids on, um, go get out to Slinger on the 29th, 9, 10, 30, and noon, and. Uh, I think, like Tony said, every, and I said, everybody's going to learn something 
from from going out there, and you you'll learn that uh, if you're cheering for these kids, they're going to try even harder, and it means a lot to them. And just get a chance to to be able to play. And look, if Jackson's mid mid range is on fire that day, I'm I'm taking his team. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm taking his team. Hey, um, coach, when when he gets a chance to go out and 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 hopefully a year from now and and Sarah Cummings in in uh, in Hartford you know she's able to now open this up and get kids to be able to to get back to some sort of normalcy i think that that these kids will even enjoy it even more don't you think yeah no question you know he's he's so excited for it and um, you know, I know they're disappointed right now, uh, but like you said, eventually this is going to stop and those kids are going to get to compete again, and, and that's going to make them appreciate what they haven't had for the last few years. Hey, is he a big Bucks fan as well? He is, yep. He's definitely a big Bucks fan. Yeah, good for him. Well, you know what, <laughs> Tony, I'll get a chance to meet Jackson one, one day, and uh, I'll meet Jenny and I'll meet uh, your whole family, and I look forward to uh, to that for sure. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I've got a few more questions for you regarding the Slinger Swish girls basketball program, and uh, we'll get to those on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on twelve fifty AM. The Fan. And you're on fire with the bumper music, Mr. Mitch. Oh, thank you. You are on fire. I That's, do what I can. Yeah, you, you're doing good. That first one, the first show I did like oh, this, but That wasn't my fault. That, that was, was not. That was not. But since then, man, we're like uh, little soulmates on this stuff well, today. I, I, had, I had to pick it up. I had to make it up to you. Yeah, and you did. You, you definitely did. Oh, great. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. It's Love Songs by Mitch. That's the new name of the show. We're talking to Tony Dobson, Slinger Squish Girls Program. Tony, if you were in studio with us right now and you got to pick the bumper music, what band are you picking? Oh, man, it's probably going to be some 90s rock or something like that. There you go. Um, <laughs> now, no Barry, no Barry White love songs in case Jenny's listening, huh? <laughs> no, we do, we, do some, we do some old school rock. There you go. That's that's perfect. Hey, um, Tony, how do you guys, uh, how much with the Swish program before the season starts, do you guys get together as a group? Do you do coaching clinics? And do you have, do you have things in place if, if there are parents or grandparents like me that, that might get out of control a little bit? I mean, do you have things that are put in place for people to go, look, we're not in the NCAA finals here. Let's just settle down a little bit. Yeah, we do, and I was I was generally that that go to person in the past, and and as I said, I've kind of stepped away from that now. I'm trying to get, you know, our board president Shelley deals a lot of that right now, um, you know, the the off season stuff because you know, like I said, knowing that this was my last year, I wanted to get the board to transition into that. Uh, but we do, we have a parent agreement that they sign uh, beforehand, and um, you know, we have we're lucky, we have a lot of great parents and a lot of great people, but you know, you never know when problems are going to arise with certain things like that, and um, inevitably it happens. Every year. What is Shelley's last name? Hesselman. Hesselman. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, we you've mentioned her a number of times today's show, and and you you talked to me about her. When we talked off the air. Um, you're really very uh, very thankful that she's involved. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm thankful for our entire board. You know, yep. um, I know you're talking to Phil Arata coming up here. He's one of our, you know, we talk about having great coaches in the program with experience. You know, there's a varsity basketball coach that's coaching two of our teams. Um, you know, so we have such a great board, and, and I haven't been as active as I should be and had, had wanted to be, um, but that board has stayed together, and uh, they're working really hard to make sure Swish uh, keeps moving in the right direction. Man, that's encouraging. You know, when you can find other people that, that have the same vision as you do, are willing to put the work in and the time in when maybe you you just can't have the time because if you're listening to what we've talked about with Tony, he's got a lot going on. It's not like he's not getting more involved and staying more involved with the Swish program because he wants to stay home and watch soap operas. You know, listen <laughs> to what what's going on in his life, and, uh, boy, you can't fault him for that. But you've got to thank, like you, you just did, Shelly, and the people on the board for continuing this mission. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know Swish is going to be in good hands next year with – you know, with whoever takes over because the board is in place and we have a, we have a, we have a program in place that's ready to be successful and continue to be successful. Uh, successful. I would just let you know, I think we can see it grow and improve even more. Hey, do you, do you um, have an idea of what you're going to do during the varsity basketball season next year? You know, I don't. Um, I really, you know, I like watching basketball and, and, you know, my youngest son is nine and he's in the hoops program, which is the boys vote version of, um, of that. So, you know, being in the boys program in the past and, um, I, I really want to be more involved in, in coaching all of my kids, you know? Right. So right now I coach the, my fourth grade son. Um, but I also have a couple of, uh, you know, I have Andrew, who's a, a bonus son who's in fifth grade playing for Kettle Lutheran. And I have a bonus daughter in seventh grade, uh, who plays for Wisconsin impact and also plays for Kettle Lutheran. My so, goodness. yeah, <laughs> I want to get, I, I want to get more involved in, in their, in their games and their sports. So I think, you know, next year, with high school basketball, uh, at least for the year, I want to really take some time back and, and just really spend it with my family and with my kids and, and help them move forward with their basketball careers. And, and that miss, I'm sure you're missing some of these games. Oh, yeah, a lot of them, especially, yeah. It, it's, it, I miss a lot of them. I've always said when I, when I start missing my kids' stuff, that's when I know it's time to walk away. And, and that's kind of where it's gotten to now. As much as I love coaching the girls, I love my assistant coaches, I love my kids, um, but – you know, if it was just coaching varsity basketball and that's all it entailed, you know, I could probably make it happen. But it, there's just so much more to be to running a program. Yeah, I there there is there. Look, I to, as an assistant coach, and you move over to the left, uh, you know, six to eight inches. It's an incredible difference, and you yeah. know that obviously. And and the amount of time and and love that you've given into this Slinger program, both on on the the high school level. Um, both boys and girls, and then both boys and girls on the youth level, man, it is time for you maybe to just take a break and, you know, hug your family and, and make sure you get to their games. When we talked about that too, I the best years I ever coached were the three I coached with my son. You know, I yeah. coached him at, at Calvary Baptist, and, you know, it, it wasn't at the level of Dominican or Greendale Martin Luther or some of the other schools I coached, but, boy, that was fun. And, you know, it's it's memories that I will never give up. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and you know I've missed too much of it, and uh, I, you know I don't plan on missing much more. Man, my wife uh, still says to me, "Look, I thought when you retired, I'd see you a little more." <laughs> well, you know what? The other night I was out at the West Bend East basketball game, a WBY shootout. I saw probably I don't know 
14 games in three days and got a little burned out there for a minute, um, but but certainly back. And I know that uh, that you're going to be doing the same stuff, uh, that's for sure. Hey, Tony, is there any tournaments or anything that you guys are, are hosting at Slinger coming up? Uh, we already ran our Slinger Swiss tournament. We ran it in December, so that one is done. I know the boys have a hoops tournament coming up in, on January 15th uh, in Slinger, uh, but the, the Swiss one, we run one a year. Um, and, that, and that one was in December. Is that a good fundraiser for you guys? Yeah, yeah. We we have a couple fundraisers that we do, and, and that's a good one for us. What what other fundraisers do you do? Um, we do a golf outing. Um, it's kind of a joint service. My oldest son uh, passed away back in 2010 when he was seven. Uh, so we do a we do a uh, memorial golf outing for him, and it's kind of a Swish Brendan Dobbs Memorial golf, you know, coal fundraiser, and that's a big one for Swish. He he was seven. Yeah, he was seven. He was killed in an accident. When he was, that's kind of the, that's how the change kind of went from boys basketball to girls basketball after that event. It was just very difficult to be around the boys, and uh, kind of made the transition to girls from there. Tony, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. I, 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 yeah, I just, I don't know how you do that. So thank you for doing that that golf outing and and the remembrance of 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 him and. And uh, my goodness, hey, I, I appreciate the time you've given me. And I know this to, to get you to give anybody an hour uh, this time <laughs> of year is very difficult. And, and thank you for that. Uh, tell Jackson that I will continue to uh, promote the, uh, the January 29th at Slinger. Uh, games going on 9, 10, 30, and noon. And yep. you'll see some of the teams from Slinger play against some teams from the Special Olympics. If you get out there and Jackson starts raining – you know, mid-range jumpers, man, standing ovation for that young man. You get Definitely. him going. I will let him know. You got it. Hey, Tony, thanks. I look forward to shaking your hand one day. All right, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. You got it. This is the U Sports Show. As always, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. It's DonovanJorgensen.com. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan.